I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. Now, before I start, I just want to say that Aurelio is having his piano lesson in the next room, so you might hear some strange noises or some percussion instruments or some random notes on the piano in the distance, so I am sorry for that. But what I want to talk about today, considering on Monday we talked all about purchasing a home and how that can be such a challenge for expats and travel lovers, today I want to talk a little bit about renting and specifically renting a home, generally an apartment, in Italy. And some things that surprised me as someone who was moving to this country, things I wouldn't necessarily have expected to find in the rental market. So the first kind of most glaring thing is that in Italy, you're going to find two types of apartments for rent, generally speaking. One is going to be a completely furnished apartment, and it's generally, unless you're going to be going super high-end, you're generally going to be dealing with absolute crap furnishings. The kind of stuff that you don't actually want in your apartment. At least this has been my experience, nine times out of ten. And when I was looking for an apartment with my husband when we first got married, we had a very hard time because all of the apartments we were seeing were full of really crap furniture that they would not let us get rid of. We could not just say, can you put this somewhere else? Do you have the place to store it? Can we just get rid of it and we'll buy some new furniture? Most people would not, uh, we're not having any of that. So you either have that or you have the totally empty apartment. And when I say empty, I really mean empty. I mean, no closets, right? Just sort of empty space where you could put an armoire. No light fixtures, just a wire hanging from the ceiling where you could attach a ceiling light. And most dramatic of all, no kitchen. I mean, no kitchen. Like, yes, there's the space for the kitchen. There's, you know, the water pipe coming out of the wall and the gas pipe coming out of the wall. But no kitchen counters, no kitchen sink, no cabinets, no oven, nothing. (laughs) You're not going to always find places with no kitchens. But like I said, it's either going to be one extreme or the other. Either they're trying to sell an apartment to people who are just passing through, which is why they have it completely furnished, or like I said, totally empty. And it's really frustrating as a renter because you're like, hey, you know, I do have my own bed. I do have my own couch. I want to keep that stuff, but I don't exactly want to purchase a $10,000 kitchen. So... That's an issue. And it's, you know, hopefully you can find a workaround. I have in the past found a few semi-furnished places, but it's hard. So that was the first thing that really surprised me. The second thing that surprised me is that as a renter, you have to pay the condominium fee on your apartment, even though you're not the owner. All Italian buildings have this condominium fee, which of course depends on lots of different factors, including if you have a doorman, if there's a garden or a courtyard that has to be upkept in your building, if there's an elevator, uh, the cleaner who comes to clean the stairs and the common spaces. And also it depends on the apartment. Sometimes it also includes how much water you consume and how much heat and possibly even gas you consume. 
I can understand the heat and the gas part, but you know, I find it annoying that renters have to pay condominium fees, but that is the way that it goes. And when it comes to bills, obviously, unless your gas and your heat are incorporated in your condominium fee, you will have the typical bills. You will have your gas bill. You'll have your electric bill. One bill you might not expect, though, garbage removal. Comes every six months. I remember my first garbage removal bill. I was quite a surprise. And it can be quite expensive since it comes only every six months. This is a detail, but I'm just going to put it out there for anyone who needs advice. If you are renting in Rome... And if you are being expected by your landlord to pay the trash bill, you need to figure out who is officially a resident in that apartment. Because I lived in an apartment in which the owner and her family were still residents in my apartment for some reason, and I was not the resident. So there were four residents there. And the trash bill in Rome is calculated not just on the size of your apartment, but on how many people live there. So I was paying a big garbage bill and I was only one person. So keep that in mind. When it comes to the actual renting of the apartment, there are more surprises here because I can't tell you how many friends I have had, and it has happened to me too, um, who have found an ad, a classified ad for an apartment in a newspaper or on a website, thinking that that's the owner who has put that ad there. And you see this little ad and you think, okay, this is like a 50 euro ad, four line ad. And you go and you assume that it's the owner. Actually, it's an agency. This agency, if they end up renting you the apartment, they are going to expect a one-month agency fee, which since you didn't actually go knock on the door of the agency and sit down with them and ask them to take you around and show you 15 different apartments, this can be a bit of a shock Um, and a little bit unfair, I think, but then again, it's Italy. So just keep that in mind. Just because you're the one doing all of the hard work of looking through the classified papers and finding an apartment yourself does not mean that you won't be stuck with an agency fee. And when it comes to agencies, there's a few things you should know. Number one, make sure it's actually an agency. Make sure you go to the actual agency. If it is a true, authentic, bona fide real estate agency, you will at some point have to sit down with the head agent. You will have to sign paperwork. You will have to give what they call a compromesso, which is like a sort of a down payment saying, yes, I want this apartment. And you're like putting your money behind it. And then if the owner says, we're not going to rent it to you, then you get that money back. But if they do say that they want to rent it to you, then you lose that money if you change your mind, if that makes sense. So there is, there are a lot of laws in Italy. It's a country just full of laws. And that is definitely true when it comes to housing and to rental and buying and stuff like that. So the agency really does have a role to play beyond just showing you around. But I have been in the situation in which I've gone to visit an apartment that I found on a classified ad. And someone has met me there who says he's a real estate agent. And (laughs) I don't have any proof of this, but in a couple of situations, I really truly believe that that was just maybe a friend of the owner who was sort of like they'd said, okay, you pretend to be the real estate agent and then we'll get the fee and we'll split it. I really think that because I've been in a lot of situations. I've, I've rented a lot of apartments, but more than that, I've looked at a lot of apartments and been about to rent a lot of apartments. So I know when it's an actual agency and when it isn't. So just because someone says, oh, I'm agent such and such and gives you a card, don't presume that means they're an actual real estate agent asked to go to the office, you know, they should drop documents for you. And you should be able to tell that way if it's a true agency. Don't hand your money over, especially not in cash, to some random person who says they're the agent. 
And last thing I want to talk about is the actual contract. You should know that there are really only three types of rental contracts in Italy. Um, they're called the four plus four, the three plus two, and the provisorio. So the four plus four basically means four plus four years. And I know it sounds terrifying to think you're renting an apartment for four, maybe eight years. But do remember the one silver lining in all of this is that the laws are really designed almost always to protect the renter. So what this means is if you sign up a four plus four contract, the owner of the apartment cannot kick you out until four years are up. Unless of course you do something terrible, which even then it would be difficult to get you out. But they cannot just kick you out for no reason until those first four years are up. And when those first four years are up, they actually have to give you a six months notice in writing that they want you to leave at the end of that four years. If they don't, if you get to three and a half years and you do not get a piece of registered mail telling you that they need the apartment, it automatically renews and you get that extra four years on top of it. But if you want to leave, it's much easier. You don't have to stay those four years, but you do have to give, I can't remember if it's three or six months notice. It's a big chunk of notice that you have to give, which makes sense. I mean, if they can't kick you out, it does make sense that you shouldn't be able to leave at the drop of a hat either. Three plus two contract is pretty much the same deal. It's just that it's three years and then the extra uh, two years gets added onto that if no one cancels. And what difference this makes to the owner is just in how much taxes they have to pay. The provisorio contract, I hope things haven't changed in like the 10 years it's been since I was looking for a rental anyway. The provisorio contract is a one-year contract and a lot of landlords will try to get away with giving you a one-year contract. Now, you as an expat showing up in Rome, that might sound like the perfect thing and you might want a one-year contract and if so, go for it. But for people who want to, you know, they don't want to be forced to move in a year, it's not ideal. They can kick you out after that year with very little warning. Technically, these laws, this contract, it needs to be the renter who asks for it. The owner is by law not allowed to say, I'll rent you this apartment, but only a one-year contract. They are literally not allowed to do that. So just so you know, you can ask for a one-year contract, but it cannot be forced upon you if you don't want it. It's frustrating to rent in Rome, I'm not going to lie to you, and you're going to come up against a lot of landlords who are trying to take advantage of the system and maybe, quite frankly, trying to take advantage of the fact that you're a foreigner and you might not know these things. So my advice is just educate yourself. If you speak Italian, hopefully, you know, you can Google this stuff in Italian and you'll get, you know, a lot more available information. If you're not, you know, I'm sure that some very nice expat out there has written an article on this in English detailing these things. Either way, you have a little bit of background information to start with. Thanks so much for listening and I hope this has been helpful. Join us again. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review and tell all of your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com or find us using the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net.